Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Okay, welcome to this exciting day. We have Tracy Showalter and Abby Underman. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. And we're excited to chat with them. We are talking all things Lighthouse Co. Um, Tracy started a company, and I want to hear all about it, and Abby is her right-hand woman. So I want to start by asking you, Tracy, what, like, how did the Lighthouse Co. start, and just how has it evolved? You said before we got on air, like you said that it was an accident. Total like, fluke. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I was in corporate America and I was like, I'm just going to ride this wave until I either have too many kids or my husband makes too much money and I'm going to quit and do nothing. <laughs> and what ended up happening was um, I had a third child. Daycare was way too expensive. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to be a stay-at-home mom. And so I just started posting what I thought stay-at-home moms do, which is like cleaning and housework and whatever. And I've never had so many messages. And so what resonated with me was so many people were pulled to these odd cleaning things, you know, vacuums being taken apart and filters on certain things. Um, And I remember thinking, huh, I might be onto something, but I never wanted to start a business. I am not a business person. (laughs) I just had no idea And so it was around Christmas the year, um, it was 2020, and I had picked, I probably had 50 or so uh, DMs, and I picked five people, and I was like, I'm just going to be like, here's your Christmas gift. And I just came to their houses, and a lot of them were in UA. I was doing washing machines, pantries, fridges, dishwashers. I mean, I was run ragged. By Friday, I was dead. And I thought, okay, that's it. Like, (laughs) Here's, here's what I, you know, gifted you and, you know, maybe you can help somebody and teach them what I'm doing. And one of them, um, who's local here, a client of mine now, she goes, you have to start a company. You have to share this with other people. Like the fact that you love doing what you're doing, which mm-hmm. we can get into. And it's so helpful. And nobody knows what to do, how to do it, how to approach it. You have to start something. And I was like, huh. So I made a random post. I was like, Googling, how do you make a logo? I'm not a designer. I pulled up the jankiest thing and I just <laughs> like, ah, I was like sweating. Hit click on January 7th of 2021. And I'm like, hey, this is the Lighthouse Co. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, head in my lap. I'm like, nobody's going to want to know. Like, this is so embarrassing. You're like naked out there in front of the world yeah. with your own concept that is important to you. Um, and then I was so wrong. <laughs> and now we're booked out like oh it's crazy how uh, far like how i mean right now we're booking into april and so it's in like all the consults that come on like we'll yeah. be booked you know through summer by who knows when yeah that's um, amazing it's crazy who knew it would resonate so well who knew mm-hmm. so many people needed help in this manner mm-hmm. um so yeah, total accident. And now I laugh. I see people all the time. They're like, you didn't know what you were getting into. I'm like, why did you make me start this company? But it's truly- <laughs> What did you do to me? Single, I know. Every single day is amazing. Abby and I go in there. Thank God for Abby. We go in there every day and we're just like, okay, we got this. 
we got this. But yeah, total, total accident. So when did Abby come on board? Abby came on board. So we talked last spring. I'm in a client's house and her mother-in-law was watching the baby. And she goes, oh, you know who you need to talk to? You need to talk to that Abby Underman. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll call her. I know Abby. We talked a little bit and then she wanted summer with her boys, which makes total sense. I said, yeah, we do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, when you're ready, I'm ready. And so um, after they went, we started a soft startup, I would say, August, September. Yeah. And then um, it was love at first, work together. And now <laughs> we've been inseparable ever since. Work wives. Work wives. Oh, sister wives. The, the husbands get jealous. <laughs> They're like, oh, are you talking to your girlfriend? that's the best though when you work so so well together so what does your day-to-day look like right now like I know before you were taking apart vacuums and things like that have you moved on like what does your day look like now yeah that's a great question we have naturally gravitated towards the organization side with a relentless uh, focus on the purging and the decluttering so when I first started I think the attention grab that people were seeing was the appliances. And so we just started doing appliance education. So I will come out and I will teach you what to look for, what to shop for, how to clean this, how to maintain this dishwasher, washing machine, et cetera. Literally anything in your house that your cleaning lady doesn't touch. That was my thing the first two years where your cleaning person, man or woman, stops, we pick up. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we just educate because we're doing so much more of the declutter Mm -hmm. there's still um, an opportunity I have one day a week set up for consults appliance education and then I do some like accountability coaching with um, a select few people but the majority of our days are decluttering and organizing so it's so different every day. That which is, is so awesome. cool. So cool. What an yes. adventure. No. But so like, but what do you mean like appliance? Like you take apart like, and how did you learn all this? Are you watching YouTube and then like <laughs> one of our friends says like when originally Tracy had started it, and so we met because she was my workout instructor. Like. 10 years ago forever I, think. I mean forever and ever ago so she has like lots of people know her whatever and he was like oh yeah did you hear Tracy started a company she like cleans the buttholes of your house <laughs> that was how he described it but I'm telling so you true. she like legit goes in your dishwasher pulls out the filter yeah shows you all of that she goes I mean every ounce of a refrigerator okay. all the drawers out all the crumbs gone all the mold cleaned um, deep freezers, washing machines, the water getting drained out, the gunk that's in there. Um, it's insane and really disgusting. So satisfying, oh, though, so to satisfying. clean those yeah. things. Even today, I mean, we were doing a purge and declutter. Yeah. And I was like, hey, have you ever, like, drained your washing machine? Let me show you how. Like, I cannot get enough. I just want everybody to know. I need it. Yeah. I just know. Do you to come know. to Hocking Hills? <laughs> yeah. I saw that Airbnb. Instagram. <laughs> I need some wine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Pick me up, and I'll hook you up. Yeah. Um, I saw that on your Instagram, and I did tell Justin, my husband, I was like, we need to do this, the yeah. washing machine thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, think about the alternative, right? I mean, these machines are not like magical cures for washing your clothes. I mean, it's sounds mundane, but like you have to clean the things 
that clean your things. That's just like adulting, mm-hmm. whether we want to hear that or not. Um, I don't want to hear it. And I know. <laughs> I'm like, they don't clean themselves. But the funniest part, like manufacturers are going to make you think mm-hmm. that you clean it yourself because you're like, oh, I just hit with my finger. I hit a tub clean button. I'm out the door. Not that's not how it works. That's not how it works. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm laughing at this this whole time because my husband and I, you know, like got together and live again, whatever, you know, and I start like putting these dishes in the dishwasher that are still like have pounds of food in them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't need to rinse it. And I just shove it in there and then like our dishwasher breaks. And then I'm like, stupid dishwasher. Like we haven't even had this thing a year. And so we get a new dishwasher and like a couple months later, <laughs> the dishwasher breaks. And he was like, I think it's you. And I was like, is it the common denominator is yeah. one person? Oh. Yeah, maybe I do need to rinse the dishes before I like. That, take that hamburger off before but I But maybe it all I needed was to like clean the filter Honestly, every once in a while. I, okay, you guys have no idea the scope of this. I mean, I was getting a massage last week and before she started, she said something like, oh, this washing machine, whatever. And then she went into it and I go. Hey, um, you know I do that for a living. So afterwards, I'm like back in her dirty clutter. She was so embarrassed. She goes, "Oh my god, no, it's so dirty." Wait, what do you do for a living? And I'm like on my hands and knees after this massage in the washing. She was like took so she took like hundred dollars off my thing, and she's like, "I cannot believe they quoted me a new machine. It's a year old. It was her filter." That's amazing. Duh, the filter. Duh. Duh. But like, it but sounds nobody so. Knows. I know, but that's what it's one of those things that it's just like you don't know what you don't know, no. and then yeah. once I don't know, it's like spread the word. I know. <laughs> yes. I mean, Share the I, light. I put so much content out. In fact, we're doing next week. We've already planned. There's this whole new series I'm doing, like what to look for when you're shopping for appliances. Like, don't just get the prettiest one or whatever. And I go through everything because I have a broken refrigerator right now. Um, but it's just so interesting because you really have to know how to take care of these, know what you're looking for. And then it's the best party trick when you're out with girlfriend, you're like, hey, because like, what up? we talk about like our kids and diapers and whatever, mm-hmm. but like, it's so helpful. No matter how much content I put out there, I still find people that didn't know. Yeah. They don't know. And now you get to barter for massages. That's amazing. Oh, I know. Sounds I was like, like a good. I'll do this. Yeah. With you, you know, next time. But, yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting for you know the invite to Hocking Hills. I'll come clean all your appliances. Well, it's okay. funny though when like we walk in the door. I feel like people always first people always apologize and they're like, oh my oh. gosh, this is. I mean, from our the youngest person we've ever done to like today was an older woman yeah. who was like, I have to prepare you before we walk in. Yeah. It's a disaster. Mm-hmm. So everyone is so defensive, but then like, and when Tracy comes into your house, like it is fair game. Like she is going to look in your washing machine. If, if you're there to like, if we're there to like clean a basement on the way down, she's like, I check out your dishwasher really quick. And just like opens it. So <laughs> I don't ask. Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah, you like, just do. But um, I want to know. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to help. Even if it's one thing, Hey, you can take that filter out as I'm walking down. I don't know. I just want to spread this everywhere, mm-hmm. like wildfire, because it can help everybody. Yeah. So and, when you were talking sorry. about the, oh, when you're talking about that, it sounds like people. It's a vulnerable mm-hmm. space, right? Like when you're walking mm-hmm. into people's homes, you're they're opening themselves up to show you their flaws and all of that stuff. And so, with this being a mindset podcast, like how much of your work has to do with working through mindset with your clients? All of it. All of it. Honestly. Um, the vulnerability is not just the lack of cleanliness, if you'd say. You know, I mean, people are like, you're going to die when you see this. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I, I promise. 
it's so vulnerable there. It's so vulnerable in your basement, your garage, your closet, your pantry, your fridge. All the places um, we can close when people come yeah. over. Shut it and forget about yeah. it. Yeah. And also the the emotional, like sentimental sentimental, like why we hold on to things, mm-hmm. why your pantry's full of that, why your closet's full of that. Like all of that vulnerability too, I think is huge. It's a it's a fine line, right? Because you know, we don't just go in and say, oh, just get rid of all your stuff. That's not important. I mean, if it's truly important to our client, we really have to navigate that as well. Um, so, like, we tap in our own mindset, kind of taps into theirs too, because it's hard for them. Mm-hmm. They're in this, oh, my gosh, no matter what state, you know, maybe they're just divorced or they've just moved into a house or they just can't keep up with the kids and there's some of that, like, wife and mom guilt, which let's get rid of that altogether. <laughs> Amen. Um, so it's a really vulnerable space a lot of emotions a lot of sentimental things and um like I said we have to walk a really fine line everyone thinks oh you're gonna make me get rid of that and I'm like no listen like let's talk about this and how important this is and we'll find a home for it because if it's so important to you then you know it needs to live here Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be in some like moldy wet box in your basement Mm -hmm. let's really get this up so I think it's huge for us to tap into their own mindset and I know you didn't ask me this, but I'm trying to think about our mindset going into it. First of all, every day is an adventure. We never know what we're going to get. Even with repeat clients, it's mm-hmm. always like a new space or whatever. Um, but I can't speak for Abby like going into work. I think she loved it. I hated being in corporate America. I hated it. So my mindset every day was just, okay, get through this day. And now, I mean, I wake up and I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> let's do this. I, I love what I do. I love every day. I love their houses more than they do. Um, and so, man. And that comes across when you're there. That's so awesome. And I'm sure that eases people right away. Like, your yes. energy mm-hmm. is yeah. the perfect. You're the perfect person for the job. A lot of, lot of hugs. Always. Yeah. I'm like, hugs. Yeah, do you feel like you're a therapist? Say, you, she, you're very emotional, too. So, like, clients cry and she cries with them. Yeah. Like, which yeah. is like, I could cry right now. Yeah. See, Mark? <laughs> Mark, husband? I do have emotions. <laughs> they're there. They're there. I'm not dead inside. <laughs> I mean, I was crying. Last week, we found um, a sweet letter from a client. To his son, and I started reading it, and I passed it to her. I go, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I said, look at me. And I started crying. It was just the sweetest, most thoughtful letter. And, no, we did not get rid of it because, we didn't. you know, there's there's definitely – I mean, there's plenty of stuff we got rid of, but not that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever walk into a job and feel just, like, super overwhelmed to start the task? Um, because I have – I was born to do this. I've been doing this my whole life. I don't get overwhelmed, but I'm an empath. And so sometimes I can absorb a client's overwhelm Mm -hmm. and then I will take more time on the front end, even though I've managed expectations on the consult where we start and we always meet. um, I'll take some time at the beginning to just really ease them Mm -hmm. because I can tell Mm -hmm. in a second Mm -hmm. this is going to be really hard for them. No matter how long they've been preparing and even if they were, you know, waiting for two months, um, I can sense that. Mm-hmm. And so we just really walk through baby steps. Like this is how it's going to go and stop me at any time if you need to take a break, that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I want them dialed in. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It always gets way – it gets worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes over days. Like we'll, Absolutely. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And you don't know. I mean, we've been with a client. I'm like, I'm not saying a specific client, but like clients who, if we have, you know, four to six days spread out over a couple months, sometimes their mood is different. And so sometimes mm-hmm. we have to approach them and their mindset and kind of meet them where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is... That's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have mm-hmm. to tread lightly. Again, and, we're guests in their home. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've hired us, but uh, it's a very, we deeply respect them. We're so grateful that, you know, they trust us to do the hard stuff with them. Mm-hmm. And so we we treat it um, very delicately. Mm-hmm. And then the GST. And I would say it's, it's <laughs> rare that, like, when we get there, I don't know if anyone... Lot, most people are excited, but I think most people are more, um, I don't know, like they're overwhelmed already, which is why we're there. Um, right. So because I think it's a really emotionally charged charged situations, and they are big, huge jobs. So but give an example Tracy of one has, of the big, huge jobs. Like what is that? What does that entail? Yes. It just happened. I mean, it's just the most recent one that we've done. Um, So I have been, I love this woman so much. Like we text all the time. We're close friends now. And um, she has a large house. And so I've done pantry, mudroom, entire kitchen, um, like all kinds of closets, all of her kids' rooms, her bedroom, her bathroom, her closet, his closet. And then we just started the basement last week. And, but the best part about this was humongous basement and they're getting ready to do a remodel. And so they needed it to be cleared out before they could do the remodel. And she had, I mean, it's bigger than our house. It's bigger than, it's, <laughs> the basement is the bigger basement. than my whole house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so the job was, the first thing she said, we hired, she hired us for four days. The first thing she said was, you're going to need six. <laughs> we finished it in two. What? Two? But, yeah, I mean, we work so well together. But um, so it's like these huge, this one was a huge back room, unfinished, insulation everywhere, whatever. And then just random <clears throat> Christmas stuff and kids stuff and stuff from her parents, then grandma's furniture. And and to be honest, it just, it's, you have to manage your inventory and nothing was managed. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, there were still kids toys her kids are teenagers now there were still like little girls toys and diapers and things like that so it just had not been touched they don't mm-hmm. either go down there a lot or whatever and then you know there was a whole nother room on the other side and so the piles of things that we were getting rid of it would fill this entire room it was massive and for her you know she was after day two she could not believe Mm. Oh my God, because we were supposed to be there this Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And of course, we pulled somebody off the wait list. But I mean, they're huge jobs in Florida this summer, last summer. They have four little kids. They flew me down. Their garage, you you couldn't, you could barely look at it with your eyeballs. Your eyeballs are going to burn out of your head. I mean, there was so much stuff in this garage, three car garage. You couldn't even step foot in it. And like borderline hoarder status? But like, not but they're just, not hoarders, but right. they just yeah, yeah. and so I mean Accumulated. full sweep. Full sweep. So the, these are massive, humongous projects. And where do all the things go when you're sweeping like that? Like well, it just, depends, right? It depends. Are, are you donating? Do you have a spot to donate? The uh, quantity 
really um, depends. Like if there's so much, sometimes I just say, we can't even make this decision. Let's just get rid of our guilt in yeah. a sense yeah. and give you a nice start fresh. fresh start. Yeah. But then going forward, if you have the onesie twosies to take to Goodwill or a free store or donate to a church or a daycare or right. a mom in need or a family in need. Yeah. You know, we locally have a lot of outlets that we are able to use. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was different though. Cause I don't live in Florida. Right. So That's know. cool that you like went down there. It was amazing. Have you done other out of states? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh, Cincy, Florida, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Love that place. Seattle. Oh my goodness, uh, I've got one coming up. It's like up at the lake in Cleveland. I've got one in uh, South Carolina coming up. Florida wants to be back. There's just a lot of, um, and I always say I'm like I am. I'm down. Yeah, down to do it. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. So I do cool. think that it's stuff that everyone has the capacity to do but having someone there who has a positive attitude yeah who knows what to do with the stuff I feel like um speaking of mindset Tracy has really good ways of making you rethink about your stuff yeah Um, I want to hear some of those and yes you have to share some of them um like even looking at my own closet yeah and used to be a teacher and I was like I have not worn these in so long but they're fine and whatever and Tracy's like yeah but is that who you are anymore and like when you put them on does that feel like you and I'm like no it doesn't and someone can and she always says like give your things new life and I've passed them on to someone who is student teaching she sends me pictures like daily um of her wearing the clothes and they have new life so that's um, awesome yeah so I do think that it's once people get her in their space, yeah. it's like addicting to, you realize that having someone there to do it with makes it doable. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's awesome. Okay, so. Hold on. We're going to take a tiny little break because I need to find a plug really quick. Yeah, okay. I'm just gonna pop. okay, we're back. I needed to plug the um, computer in. Okay, so I have a question. So I, my mother-in-law still has some toys. That were my husband's when he was little. And now my daughter is playing with them. And I think that's really cool. So then I we just moved and I was like, I should keep some of her toys from her from her baby years just so that she can then let her children play with them. But then now I have this huge tub of toys in her garage that's just, you know, sitting there for the next 20 years. The next, the next 20 next years. Generation. It's like so, a storage unit. Yeah. For your grandkids. Correct. If you have grandkids. If I have grandkids. Like, who knows? So, what are your thoughts on that? Like, okay. I truly think this is generational. Yeah. So, I think, like, my grandmother did this. My mom tried to do this, but it's me, so, uh-uh. Yeah. And I'm not doing it. Um. And it's a very popular question, but I usually tell people you're either, you're either in or out. Like you want to, you're okay with the bin in your garage. It's going to stay there for 30 years and then you, you're fine with that. And you, that's like feels good to your heart and your soul. Yeah. So you don't want to get rid of them. And then the other people who walk by that bin every single day and think, why the hell am I keeping a stupid bin? Is it, do I want it? Right. Is it just because my mom did that? Like, am I going to have grandkids? Are they even going to want this? And when I start like picking that up from a client, I just think when you have a grandchild, it would be cute to have like maybe your kid's favorite one thing or two. You're not a storage unit. Your garage isn't a storage unit. But also 
you're going to want to get new things for that grandchild. And I'm right. not saying like spoil them, but we probably will by She's that She's like, point. um, only a few things. I was like, not a lot. <laughs> not all the things. Um, so I, like that is a personal thing. I can't be like, well, this is what I tell everybody because again, it comes back into, well, what's their mindset, right? You know, and maybe they, we have plenty of clients who are last week who are like, I have to keep all of this, this, this. And we're like, okay, like, are you sure that, and we got it all out of boxes and we put it in bins and that was felt really good to her heart. Mm-hmm. And then there were plenty of things she got rid of, but she kept a lot of stuff for her grandkids. She has teenagers. She's Okay. She wants it. She loved it. She wants she to keep all of it. She also has lots of space. Yeah. 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 So it's not Well, yeah. It's not like weighing in her in, face or in, infringing on like what needs to be used in your house here and now. Yeah. Right, know? which is probably the same with the big basement yes. people. It's yeah. like, okay, well, if you can have a huge basement, it's kind of like the right. catch-all. Yeah. Probably. For sure. It is. But I also want it to be like a very strategic, thoughtful yes. catch-all. So in 30 years when they haven't moved and use the catch-all and just dumped a bunch of stuff in, then they can find the things for these imaginary grandchildren. (laughs) (laughs) Like the aspirational grandchildren. Like, what if you don't even have them? The just-in-case chaps my ass a little bit because I'm like, but in case might not happen. Yeah. But, again, it all comes back to, like, meeting them where they're at and maybe they're not ready in that moment. So we just – we really help guide them. Keep it today. And then, you know, if down the line you really decide this is ridiculous, this doesn't feel good for me, right. should I get rid of it? Yeah. yeah. But just, like, make sure you're doing it for you. Have that yeah. boundary with yourself. Like, don't well, just do something also, for your like, mom. Also, like, on the or... flip side of that, like, yes. to be the recipient of that. Like, my mm-hmm. daughter Ruby, when she grows up, is she going to even want that stuff? Correct. Like, my mother has given me some stuff from when I was younger, and I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do with this Absolutely. now? Like, yeah. I feel bad throwing it away. She kept it all these years. Now I'm going to just toss it. Like, it's shout out like... to Ann Wheeler, my mom's <laughs> my, like, biggest podcast supporter. Uh, my mother. Don't pass it on. My mom <laughs> brought me my cheerleading spankies not too long ago when they li- – I mean, I'm talking – the Velcro was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait, hold up. We have my high school cheerleading spankies that we held on to. Love you, mom. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's like, she did such a good job at saving and she saved all my dolls and I have three boys. It's just like the ironies, mm, yes. but, but mm. you know, if I would have had girls, that would have been really, fun. really special. But, um, but I think at that point she was ready to Sit mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like um, that felt good for her. Yes. It feels so, good. So like if it doesn't feel good for you and I'm somebody too, my mom tries to give me stuff for me or for my kids. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. No, I don't want that. Right. So when I'm getting rid of stuff, I think my kids aren't going to want this. Yeah. And if they do, too bad. I got rid of it. They'll, they'll never, never know. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, which me, we need to segue into boundaries. Oh, boundaries Because that is all about like receiving things and what we let come into our homes. Yes. I think is a huge mind that was a huge mindset change mm-hmm. for me when I started working with Tracy. Um that like we own our homes. Like own what comes in and we work with so many people who um and I was just telling Lindsay this this weekend that like it's so people are like, oh, this is so wasteful. Like, look at this whole room of stuff that I'm getting rid of. And like, I can't believe it. It's so much money. And like, you know, sentiment and all of that, that we're so careful about what we get rid of, but we're not careful about what comes in that it's like, no, it was wasteful when you let it come into your house. Not when you let it go out. Like, no, my job. I know. Right. So So 
that's the she cycle. is like boundary yeah. queen. And now look at her. But <laughs> that is like such. I mean, when she told, I said the same thing this weekend. I was like, whoa, because it is that is a mindset shift totally. And it also like relieves you from feeling whatever you felt about it, guilt, yes. whatever for yes. getting rid of like the sixty Amazon purchases that you got because you thought you wanted that shirt and it's only $28 yeah you know that you're like oh yeah yeah so good or I got it for free I mean that I'm so proud that makes me so happy I'm like oh my gosh she listens to me (laughs) that front end the guilt yeah front end the guilt like it's usually on the back end like I don't want to get rid of it I'm like you should feel guilty when you're allowing it to cross the threshold of of your your front door so what are the tools you have for us to use to not let that like what if somebody's like, I brought you all of these thrift store finds. Okay. so <laughs> Do you accept them and then purge them? Well, basically, when it crosses your threshold, right? And like, you own it. You own it because you own your house. So you can either decide to donate it. You can sweat a lot and have the conversation with the person and just <laughs> confront it and be like, thank you so much. Like, we're just not accepting. We have too much right now or we have plenty for the kids. Like... Those are healthy conversations to have. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to have them. Um, I've had them with plenty of people. (laughs) That's a whole other story. I do feel like, though, that's becoming more normal. Honesty. I had a, like, five-foot Hot Wheels track that was amazing, and my kids loved it, and I was trying to get rid of it, and I asked four people, and all of them respectfully were like, I'm trying to cut back on how much stuff is in my house. Thank you. And I was like, I totally get it. Like, I, I... don't want anything to come in but I was like good for you for saying no yes it's so easy to be like sure bring it over and then like totally bitch when it's in your house like well and then they dropped off this four foot hot wheels track like I have room for it and then who wants to go through that that's such a like going through the motions like oh yeah drop it off drop it off like I tell people if you don't want hand-me-downs just say no Mm -hmm. you know if a bin gets dropped off on your side porch you don't want it run it to goodwill being honest about what you what your wants and desires are there's nothing wrong with that creating mm-hmm. that healthy boundary so like donate it toss it um resell it if you want why not or take it to a bonfire and light it <laughs> just get it out of your space because you own it right so here's something here's this mindset guilt whatever my mother-in-law when she comes over she's going to look for that bread platter and if i don't have it here I'm like, excuse me? This is not your house. Why does it matter? You know, you really need to kind of set your mother-in-law up for success in a relationship with you and let her know this isn't really, this isn't the vibe we were going for. Or, hey, I don't use this as much as I would like. I'm going to give it new life and I'm going to donate it. There's nothing wrong with that. But those are the conversations where a lot of people are like, oh, it's just easier to shove in my cabinet, shut the door. And then make her happy when she comes over. Wouldn't you say that most people are like that? 90% of people. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that... I, think I, we're I the hear shifters. that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like it. We're I'm just saying shifters. I do yeah. think that a lot of people that I guess I'm friends with would probably err on that side rather than having a harder conversation just, you know... Yeah. Which, which Again, can be really Which can be hard. Course. And like sometimes it's like pick your battles too. And so... I don't know. But it's yeah. like the picking your battle is essentially being like a dumping ground for yeah. your in-laws or your sister or whatever. It's been it's more than just the platter. It's, it's just way more than that. Right? Do you yes. watch Vanderpump Rules? Is anybody? Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're like, it's more than just the pasta. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 oh my yeah. God. And I'm like, it's more than just the platter. Yes. Or the shirt that she bought you for Christmas that you're never gonna wear. 
that's okay to be like, thank you so much. You know, I'll give it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know why those conversations are deemed hard. You know, you're just being honest. What's wrong with being honest? And I don't know why honesty is so hard. And that's another where you got to yeah. just, just be say a whole it. other episode. Yeah, yeah. just own own the conversations because this, this is not a storage unit. This isn't your family's dumping ground. Mm. Um, and you're only going to achieve those goals of, you know, having less stuff or having the, the purposeful stuff, the stuff that you use every single day if you manage it. Mm-hmm. Right. Just don't let other people, you know, dump their stuff and Manager. move in. Yeah. Love that. Me too. I love you. That's good. That's so good. What do people say after the job's done? Like, what are people's reactions? A lot of tears. Um, I mean, people have been hanging on me. You've changed my life. I'll never go back. I can't believe, you know, we did this. And for a while, you know, it was just me. So I'm out there doing it. And they're like, I can't believe you, like, you could help me like this. And there's a lot of hand-holding. Right, and some people just need you to pull through. Um, I've been called a counselor, a therapist. Mm. I've, you know, been called to come in and talk to husbands, you know, four wives, and we get the whole family together. It's a, it's really deep. It goes a lot deeper than I'm just going to come in and throw away some of your stuff. But um, the hardest part to explain to people, and they say, "What do you do?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, you like you're a cleaning lady." I'm like, "Okay." Sure. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to purging think. lady, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, it's it's very tangible when you're there, mm-hmm. and Abby can attest to this. And when you're done, and you've interacted with that client, um, mm-hmm. that's when you really so know good. you've made such a huge impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have so many clients that would be sitting here right now today telling their stories and. They're all remarkable, and and the outcomes are remarkable too. Maybe they just an interview one of them I one time. Needed, oh, I absolutely. also think like I know that Tracy will say like when life feels heavy, which we all know it can and does often. Um, your house doesn't have to, mm-hmm. and I do think that our stuff carries such heavy weight that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know that they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I didn't even like when you really empty out your whole pantry or your whole closet or today we did someone's storage unit and I mean, it was this little neat tidy looking storage unit and when you get all that stuff out, it's like I didn't realize I had that much stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um that then to get rid of it and to see it leave and to have you know, I don't know. It just feels light and that feels good when yes. everything else, you know, it's something you can control. Yeah. Um, that, That's so good. I remember you said on your podcast that when you need a mindset shift or a bad day, you go organize. Yeah. And it's like, because you can control that and you can see immediate results. Like yeah. for us, I feel like it's like start to finish. I did something. I checked it off yeah. the list. Yeah. So what um, do you say to people who, cause I'm naturally not like that. Um, actually, like as I've grown in doing mindset work, I've become more like that. But truly, like I would say even five years ago, it would actually paralyze me to think about organizing. I imagine mm-hmm. that's maybe how some of your clients feel, which is why they call you in, right? That word is you defined it. You hit the nail on that. It's paralyzing. Mm-hmm. Not only do you not know where to start, if it's not in your heart and soul, if you don't know, you don't have a why to mm-hmm. want to. You're like, I don't, like, this isn't important to me. It's not mm-hmm. a priority. Um, 
And that's where it's like, my brain is everywhere. Do Mm -hmm. I start there, there, there? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, we, I had to start a four-step process just to make it super easy for people. And I talked to everybody about it. Like, it's not just my clients. It's Mm -hmm. not proprietary information. I'm like, everybody (laughs) can do this. Mm -hmm. Start small. Because paralyzing is it. Mm. You see all of this stuff and you're like, oh my God, I could be doing a thousand other things. And then Mm -hmm. you go do them. Mm -hmm. And then the space stays mm-hmm. in the exact same state that it was. Because you know it's a monster to tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and when you have kids, you can never start and finish a project with kids around. Right. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, I know I'm not going to finish it. Because so I might as well just shut well the just, door. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what would yeah. you say to people? Like, obviously, that's the people you work with. So one option and a great option would be have you guys come in and help. But like, what would you say to somebody on a smaller scale that feels paralyzed to even do like a pantry clean out? Mm-hmm. Like what, do what advice do we steps. have? So I know, right? Yeah, so give us the I mean, usually I tell people like, okay, what is, what is the space that's paralyzing you? Right. You're like, okay, it's my pantry. And then I tell them depending on the amount of time they have, if the kids are at school or if they're at home, if they're at home, you know, we're looking at Abby's pantry and now she's got two shelves that are just floating on the wall. If the kids are at home, I'd say, Start there and then end there. Mm -hmm. Just do that one little thing for you. Kind of get a feel for it. See how it feels for you. And we empty. So it's called EPCO. E-P-C-O. You empty everything. You're not committed unless it's emptied. You purge. Always the purge. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot organize clutter. And we won't. Um, And then we categorize. Of course, clean. Mm -hmm. And then you organize on the back end. And the reason organizing is on the back end, because that's something else that feeds into that paralyzed feeling. I walk in the container store. I bought all these bins. I come to my pantry. Nothing fits because we didn't measure. Or I have a thousand cans and like one thing of pasta, but I bought the wrong thing. And so the O in organize is always on the back end Mm. because you want that valuable real estate, your pantry that you're in every single day to reflect in a way that you know what you need to contain for your family and how this is going to function. So even if Abby was so paralyzed by that pantry and she had five minutes while the boys were running around, she at least got those two shelves done, the EPC, and then she can sort of digest the O at some other point. But she knows, like, I thoughtfully kept that cereal and that you know, those snacks or whatever. And like these, my kids weren't eating. So, you know, I've taken things to schools or daycares or whatever, Mm -hmm. but getting rid of that or that was expired and that's out. So the EPCO has saved so many people Mm because now they know whether it's one drawer, one shelf, one under sink cabinet or an entire garage. If you know, time allows Mm -hmm. the process works no matter and that you don't have to categorize as you go when we empty stuff we just get everything out yeah like everything out and have it empty Uh and Mm -hmm. then go from there Mm -hmm. you are like the anti-container store like i I I am anti-container store until we know what needs to be yeah like it's a good place it's a good place with great things but isn't it kind of crazy that that store which is not cheap by the way um Mm -mm. Basically, like, not takes advantage of, but it is there to serve the, the people who don't want to get rid of their stuff so that they can, like, contain, contain all, your all your shit. Yes, <laughs> I think about it all the time. I'm yes. like, that's 
store is like enabling everyone to just like buy more Thank stuff you and need. fill it up yeah. in these fancy bins and then you spend your whole weekend doing that and then what kind of life are you living? Ah, I know. But it blows my mind. But that yes. Is, that is something. Most people are like, well, I, yeah, I'm going to organize my kitchen. I'm going to the container store and I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> Did I you mean, do I the Echo like, yet? Seriously, like, I have like stopped people. First and foremost. <laughs> I have stopped people in the um, aisles. And I'm like, oh, what are you organizing? Yeah, I'm just, you know, nothing to see here. And they're like, oh, well, we were just driving by. Like, we're going to probably organize some of our kitchen. And I'm like, well, have you measured yet? And have you? And then I'm like, okay, Tracy, just walk away. Walk away. That's amazing. But I'm like, I just want to help. Everybody the, needs The container you store sees you walk in and, like, call security. Yeah. Yeah. Bye now. Your Bye now. They're like, what's up, Tracy? Goodwill knows me. Container yes. store knows me. That's um, hilarious I love it I love it too and I love how it started and just your passion for it I mean you have to have so much energy and just your guys's positive Abby we've been friends since we're in second grade so like I have longevity with her but it's fun to hear like she's been telling me about your work and just that you guys have fun doing it together like these are big tasks you know and like I think it could easily even though you're good at it and all of that stuff and gifted it can I would imagine walking into some of those being like, whoa, where do we even start? You know, Mm -hmm. but I love that, um, just the positive spin on it. And then knowing that on the other side, people just get, get to have a deep breath and Mm -hmm. that they're just get to like live in a peaceful environment that they were not able to create themselves at that time. Yeah. Like living intentionally. It's so good. It's so I know we keep saying light, okay, and I get it. It's called lighthouse. I get it. I'm not like plugging it, <laughs> yeah. but it really does feel light. And I always talk about like living with less, living lighter, um, and the mindset shift too. If you can, instead of focusing on, oh, we're getting rid of so much stuff, we're getting rid of it. We're get, you know, it's more about like, well, you're you're almost like giving it this new life, mm-hmm. giving Creating it to space. somebody else, mm-hmm. giving yourself so much more time and freedom mm-hmm. at home. I mean, everything in your house, you are responsible for. It costs money, most likely, is a decision, mm-hmm. and that that's where it gets heavy because you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know, you open up a junk drawer, and you're like. I have to make 10,000 decisions. Nope. Gonna close that right <laughs> yeah. up and uh, move on. Well, even like this week, we did someone's toy room and she was like, every night, I don't know how much time did they spend? Every night, she and her husband went out into this toy room and spent their evening putting the toys back in the spaces where they went so that it they could go to bed and feel like things are in their place. Mm-hmm. And we were like, who wants to do that? Like, I want to sit my butt on the couch. Yeah. And we got rid of half of her toys. I mean, and they still have lots of toys that it was just like, this is going to change your life because all of these things are going to take your time and your energy and your space. Like, um, she was tearing up at the end and she goes, I don't even know what to say. Can I hug you both? This is amazing. I'm so thankful. And the moment there, while it was happening, she came back from a conference call and she gasped so loud. She goes, Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps. She goes, I had no idea. That we had so much stuff. Mm. And that is everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody knows. And, and I remind her that that is a part of the process. Like, I want you to feel how heavy your stuff is. Feel it now. Mm-hmm. You'll never go back. Yeah. Like, once you're there, I'm like, soak it up. Be overwhelmed. Look around. Yeah, you did it to yourself. Nobody's chastising you. You're not getting punished. Mm-hmm. You're doing this for you. Mm-hmm. And for the sake of, like... You're married. You get an extra hour with your husband every night. Your kids, they're not going to be so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the benefits, how much time do we have? I mean, yeah. The benefits Isn't are... that wild? Just mm-hmm. what stuff yeah. can you do? For yeah. real, for your life, it's, yeah. or to your life, it's wild. It's so wild. That's so um, stuff that doesn't matter. That's yeah, it. yeah. Stuff that no. At the matter. end of the day, like none of that's going with you. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you mentioned that you're an empath, which I also I, identify. Oh myself. yeah, <laughs> such a blessing. I knew. Such a curse. I, knew. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it. I felt it as soon as you walked in. <laughs> but how do you feel when you're done with the job being an empath? Like as a nurse, being an empath, like I leave there freaking drained like I'm just completely depleted not in a bad way necessarily just I just am I'm empty because I've given myself and I've absorbed emotion all day and I've tried to like hold that person all day like I'm, yeah you know I'm just done but it. how funny there are a lot of similarities because we are we give and yeah. we yeah. you know are holding emotional same industry for them and yes kind of um so what I'll say is since Abby has come on, I mean, we all, we drive separately, you know, we come from two different parts and usually before we're out of the driveway, one of us is calling the other. Aww. So we have a chance yeah. to almost like debrief and decompress mm-hmm. before we come home and we have to be moms. I mean, we both leave jobs. We have like nine to two are, are hours because we have to drop off kids in the morning and we have yeah. to pick them up at two thirty ish. So we have this decompression time. Yeah. So then when we pick up our kids, we're moms. Yeah. And we don't have to. But before I had Abby, pre-Abby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Be like B-A before like Abby. <laughs> um, I would. Sometimes I would because I tend to get so involved. Oh, yeah. I insert myself. I feel I the goosebumps, yeah. the tears. I feel it all with them. Yeah. And so, you know, I would come home and try to talk to my husband about it. I'm like, it's so amazing, whatever. And he's like, <laughs> You cool. just can't describe <laughs> You stuff. can't. Yeah. You know, it's – and same with the client. Like, you can't – I can't be like, hey, this is what it's like until you go through it yourself. Right. And so, like, clients who have been through it with me, they know. Abby knows. My husband doesn't know. Like, you guys don't know. You know, we're right. talking about it. But right. until you really experience it, um, mm-hmm. then it's, like, tangible to your soul and you can that's yeah. also what makes you and like you I'm sure Christy like a good nurse because when you're there like you you really feel like you're part of their family like yeah. you Tracy you insert yourself in a way that is um making yourself totally part of that which is what allows them to be vulnerable and like just show all their you know yeah, hidden secrets sure. yeah. um well and they and have to feel so comfortable with you yes, at the end of it totally. it's like just has to yeah. be uh-huh. I mean the relationships that I have we have with the clients mm-hmm. I mean this is not like a client and a organizer relationship yeah. mm-hmm. all, constantly texting like we go out together Aww. like we grab dinner I mean I've done so many things with my clients um we're in like constant contact That's and awesome. it does you know and also, I am, I know I said this, but I'm so honored and um, that they value me coming into their house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are still some who, like maybe one, like a husband isn't on the same page or whatever. And I remember going into one house. It took her like eight months to hire me. And she's like, my husband would never let me do this, never let. I'm like, 
you tell your husband. <laughs> okay, let me talk to your husband. So anyway, and she the night before, she's like, okay, I'm finally, I'm just doing it. Like, I'm pulling it out of my paycheck. I'm doing this. And the night before, she was like, I'm just really nervous because mm-hmm. like he really doesn't want you to come. And he doesn't want anybody touching his stuff and whatever. I said, I, I got you. I have dealt with this situation mm-hmm. before. I got you. Um, and so little by, I was definitely given the stink eye, the cold shoulder. Little by little, we got there with him. And then by the end of it, because we had two solid days, he was like giving me business books. He's like, I want to help you franchise. This needs to be everywhere, whatever. And then like they moved away to Cincinnati and then they hired us to go down and do their house in Cincinnati. Oh my gosh. Hugs and whatever. And so again, I have goosebumps. Because you're like, I'm part of your team. Like I am here here to help you. you. Yeah. Like be the best. And I think like probably when I think about mindset, it's like, no one wants to be judged. So I think once you get past that, like, this isn't yes. a judgment zone, yeah. like, mm-hmm. we're here as a team. Yeah. I have tools that I want to share with you. Yeah. I feel like then it's easier to receive that gift of being like, yeah, help me. Like, yes. show me your tools. Show me your... Absolutely. And okay. I also think, like, going back to, like, the start to, like, bring it full circle, that, like, you just assume that people knew what to do with their appliances. And a lot of us think, like, oh, this is what moms and wives and women do. It's, like, we organize things and we clean things. But, like, there's – we all have what we're good at. Mm -hmm. And we're not all good at keeping things organized. (laughs) We're not all good at rinsing our dishes. You are now. (laughs) Or that, like, we care about different things, which is, like – totally fine that like I have people in my home to do things all the time like we are not handy we you know I mean like so many things that we outsource and but people have this like my husband thinks I should just be able to do this and I we just all can't do that right you know mm-hmm. right yeah so yeah. I'm like where in the manual of husbands and wives is to say well the wife has to do this and has to be good yeah. at this and like mm-mm. yeah yeah no, and hey it's okay to ask for help how about that you right. know, like you outsource, I don't know how to cut hair, so I go get my hair cut. I don't know right. how to change my oil. I go yes. have somebody changes my oil. I mean, this there's no difference here. Right. Why is there yeah. a stigma with certain things? Right. That? There's I no love that. difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I could talk. We could talk to you guys yes. for hours. And hopefully we can have you back <laughs> on or even get a tour. I would love to see you guys a day, a day in the day job. In the life. Yes, it's that would be amazing. so fun. We can do it but, at your house in your basement. Oh my gosh, my my basement needs a purge. But um, (laughs) so where can people find you? We are all over Instagram. I'm 40. Everybody wants me to be on TikTok and I'm trying so hard, but I'm not. Um, We are at the underscore Lighthouse Co. We have a website, www.thelighthouseco.net. I am constantly bopping around. I'm mostly in Upper Arlington. Yeah. <laughs> even though I don't live here. Um, but, I mean, trust me, people find me. I was in Powell last weekend and somebody's like, are you her? I'm at the grocery store, kids' cars, <laughs> That's whatever. awesome. Uh, you don't need to find me. You guys always find me. So. Okay, good. So, The um, Lighthouse Co. The Lighthouse and your Co. book, they're booking up, so. Booking yeah. up, baby. Get so, your consult. Yeah, but like, it's the perfect time to try the Epco method that, yeah, that she talked about. Like, that's a free tool for you guys to like, yeah. go organize a shelf and see how yes. it feels. Mm-hmm. free tools um, so many free tools free inspiration like constantly on insta i'm trying to light this fire i love it go look at the instagram and see Use what it. resonates in this mm-hmm. month so this month we're talking about purging one thing a day that's yeah. kind of in your mouth like, and it can be anything closet mm-hmm. whatever so that's our 30-day goal for the month of february is to purge one thing a day so I this episode goes perfectly with that it's um so yeah, fun. this is great. Thank you guys so much for chatting with us. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having Lots us. Lots of good nuggets. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. bye.
Thank you.